indigenous musicians and artists to the world. Welcome to Indigenous Superstars with your host, Rhonda Head. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Uh, we have a really awesome, actually two awesome guests tonight, back to back. So I'm really excited to to uh, have two shows tonight. Uh, coming to you live from Bigetti, Manitoba, the heart of Apaskua Cree Nation. And I just want to announce that our, our COVID numbers went down to 13 from from uh, the the peak we had was 80. And uh, yeah, so we're we're doing really good here thanks to our leadership. I want to thank our our uh, Ondiganao chief Christian Sinclair and um, and uh, the council for for uh, having great leadership and keeping our our community safe and and uh, especially when when uh, all the residents at the care home all got COVID that was really shocking and and uh, we were all worried and and um, he brought the military in to come and help help out at the care home. And uh, they really did a great job. It was so nice to see them come come to our community and, and uh, help us out. And and now our numbers are going really really low. But that doesn't mean you can uh, you know go out and socialize. We still need to we still need to wear our masks and, and sanitize and and social distance because not just because our numbers are going down in the reserve. You know, right right across um, Manitoba, some of the numbers are still going up. So we need to keep in mind that. That we still need to to social distance and and uh, wear our masks and sanitize. So I just want to read. Um, I, I want to let you know that um, we're we're streaming live on my YouTube channel, Round Ahead, and uh, uh, my Facebook channel, my Facebook page, sorry, and and my fan page as well as Twitter. Uh, I'm just going to read my my next guest. I'm just going to Annette. Hi, Mayor. Hi, Pam. How are you doing? And uh, just bringing all the guests that are uh, all the viewers that are tuning in right now. We have a really awesome guest tonight. Really good friend of mine, and uh, I'm so proud of all of the work that he's done. He's so. He's so amazing. And this, there's a lot of comments already coming in. <laughs> so I'm going to read his bio. And my 46th guest tonight since I started Indigenous Superstars in April. And, and my first guest was Desiree Dorian from um, Dauphin. And now we have an awesome, another awesome Manitoba artist from who resides in Winnipeg. And that's Donna Merrill. And I'm going to read, read you his bio. An engaging storyteller, singer, songwriter, and performer, three-time Juno Award nominee Donna Merrow has been tireless, tireless, tirelessly touring, performing, and speaking across Canada for the last decade, earning the respect and attention of the Canadian music industry and fans alike. With a proven ability to effortlessly and genuinely connect with his audience, his talents have been much sought after. And in early 2019, he became a part of the MDM Recordings Inc. roster. He has also been recognized for his work as an amplifier of Indigenous thought and ideas. Amaro, who is of Cree and Métis heritage, 
hopes to continue the work being done when it comes to building bridges between all communities and Canada. Music Lover, his debut single after signing with MDM Recordings Inc. was released in June 2019 with the re-release of his album, A Merrow Little Christmas, following shortly in 2019 of October. In December, Amaro took the Christmas album to the stage, delivering his new spin on a classic Christmas variety show to a hometown crowd at Winnipeg's Burton Cummings Theatre with the Little Amaro Christmas Show. This past year, Amaro played multiple festival dates across the country, including slots at Big Valley Jamboree and Malatulin Country Fest and spent time on the road as part of George Canyon's Hit After Hit Tour, performing alongside Doc Walker and CCMA Hall of Fame inductee and Dighty, Charlie Major. With uplifting beauty from across seven albums, Amaro creates a lasting impression with an artistic focus in making music that he hopes will be medicine for others. His current single, Morning Coffee, dropped this January and is currently making waves at the Canadian Country Radio Station. Please welcome Don Omero. Hey, Don, you got to uh, unmute. Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm good. You know, it's funny, as you were reading my bio, I was like, Man, it feels like 2020 didn't even happen. Like all my all my references of stuff I've done has been like 2019, and then 2020 did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But sounds like sounds like you've just been really busy. You know, though, like, yeah. For well, for me, like the, when the when the pandemic hit, like I was I had just come out of Christmas, obviously, and like uh, that first two months, January, February is kind of a regroup stage, kind of catch your breath, kind of going into spring. Um, but when the pandemic hit, I was, I kind of was going, 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 and I've been going for like 10 years. And so, um, what happened for me was it was actually kind of, although, you know, albeit I, I wish it never had happened, it was kind of a nice reprieve because it was like an excuse to just stop and slow down. And so I, for the first two or three months, I really just kind of sat back and hung out with my family and it gave me an excuse to be with my kids without having to run out the door to something else, you know, and. But then sort of once the fall hit, like literally like September 1, everybody was like, we got to do stuff. And so I've kind of been busy nonstop almost since and, you know, put an album together, put that out this year in, in September. A um, couple of singles since. I know you mentioned Music Lover uh, and Morning Coffee, but the uh, my latest single is called Wasn't the Dress, which just today hit the top 50 in the Canadian charts. So there's wow. been a lot going on and a lot keeping me busy for sure. And, and, and my family being probably the one keeping me the most busy, but been good awesome right on that's so exciting like I, i've ever since i've been following ever since we met on the music trail i've been following you and even before i got in a music trail you were already you were already in the music trail so it was really exciting to meet you and then watching your career like grow you've been working so hard to to where you are now and and uh just seeing you um blossom and in, in the mm-hmm. Not only in the indigenous music scene, but in mainstream, like you're you're getting right in there, and it's so exciting to see that. Yeah, you know, I mean, I often will, you know, as soon as I hear a comment like that, I think it's not it's not about me. It's there's so much people behind me, you know, kind of holding me up, and you know, I stand on the shoulders of some pretty incredible people that help me do this, and you know, not only in the indigenous community, but 
beyond. And it's just been, um, it, it's on, in some ways this, and you know, you might know this from, you know, your journey on the road as a musician, but being a musician is quite lonely because you're, you know, night after night, you're on the road going to somewhere new and, and you know, all, you know, a lot of people would think that's a really exciting and, and a, um, uh, adventurous way to live. And it is, but also like when you're married, you got kids, it, it's pretty lonely because you're lonesome for them. Um, however, um, the journey hasn't been one that's quite so full of trudgery and, and sorrow for me. It's been one of uh, every sort of corner I turn, there's somebody new that's sort of in my corner helping me do what I do. And um, I just, you know, I feel like in some ways I, I scratch my head going, how did I get here? Because it's not on my work alone. It's been a lot of people that have, have helped me get here. So I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty grateful. And I wake up with a grateful heart every day, which I think makes this a little bit easier. That's so awesome. Well, you know what, Don, you you uh you, you're there because of you, your talent, your voice, your 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 personality, and your your songwriting, your your musical skills. Like, you know, those other people that are holding you up behind the scenes, like you're there, but they're there because of you. <laughs> mm. Well, it feels feels great. Feels great. Yeah, well, you have some really incredible music, and and uh, one thing I wanted to ask you, well, like, how did you get into? What made you get into music? Oh man, I love sharing this one. It was a girl. Uh, I uh, I was in grade nine, and I had always sort of like dabbled with music, and um, I she was in the arts. I was in like shops and sports and all that stuff, and I I realized like if I wanted her to notice me, I should go and and try and audition for the school play because that's where she was involved in. At least for 30 seconds or whatever the audition length was, she would notice I exist. <laughs> and uh, so I got up and I sang a, one of the songs from Oklahoma or something. And uh, and when I was done, uh, the teacher and then a couple of girls in the front row were in tears. And I remember thinking in that moment for just a quick second, I was like, oh, man, I tanked. This did not go well. And uh, and lo and behold, I got the lead role of the play that year. And, uh, and yeah, it was kind of started things off. And. I didn't get the girl. Well, I got the right one in the end, but I, uh, I didn't, Natalie didn't go for me. Uh, but, uh, but it's, it, you know, I, I realized that, that, you know, early on that music was getting me through some tough days in my life. And as a, as a young guy picking up guitar and starting to write and play, I, I just saw music as therapy and I just kind of followed that prompting all the way up until I kind of jumped into music with both feet, like 10, 12 years later, almost. Awesome. So you're ready to sing your first piece? I could sing you a song, yeah, for sure. Awesome. All right. Well, why don't I sing you guys this one? This is, uh, so as Rhonda mentioned, I, I have an annual Christmas show called A Merrow Little Christmas. Uh, and uh, it's my kind of like every year, it's the big show I'm always kind of pushing towards. And I literally start thinking about this show come February. So, um, and this year, obviously, it's going to be quite different, but I'll sing you this one. This is uh, one I wrote. I had the audacity a number of years ago to think I should write a Christmas song. Uh, with you know so many great Christmas songs out there, but uh, I love this one. It's a uh, kind of a little Christmas love song. It's called "All I Need This Christmas," not to be mistaken with Mariah Carey's "All I Want This Christmas." That's how unoriginal I was when I wrote this song. <laughs> Christmas is coming, new 
is just around the Well, tonight I am thinking There's only one thing I am missing All that I want this Christmas All that I need this year won't be beneath the tree, baby. You are all I need. Remember when I was a child, restless nights on Christmas to wake up from downstairs see my presence everywhere now those days are gone well tonight I am thinking there's only one thing I am missing all that I want this Christmas all that I Christmas is coming New Year's just around the Well, all that I want this Christmas All that I need this year Won't be wrapped in rivers Won't be asked the tree commenting and uh, saying that they're, they're very proud of you, Lucien. Lucien, how you doing, buddy? Big inspiration, and you're paving the road for for a lot of uh, indigenous artists out there. Oh, thanks, guys. It's a nice comment. Awesome. So um, you're you're having a, a concert coming up, right, for the, the, the um, A Merry Little Christmas? Can you tell us yeah. about that? So yeah, so there's there's some confusion around this though. So the, the a bunch of radio shows have picked up sort of a a solo acoustic version of a Merry Little Christmas. So I did it as like a teaser leading up to the show. So don't be confused if you see that. Uh, it's just sort of the radio show. But the big show, my big show that I'm hosting, 
is on Saturday, December 19th. It's going to be at the Burton Cummings Theater to an empty house. <laughs> um, but it's a virtual show, so people can buy tickets and watch it right from their home, which is 15 bucks. And you can, you know, any of your immediate family can come and join you in, in your house. Uh, and uh, and it's going to be a great night. It is weird to charge people to stay home. But, uh, you know, I know we're, we're really pulling all the stops to make this a really special treat for people that are going to be tuning in from home. And uh, it's it's going to be a magical night. I know it will be. I mean, it, the only thing that could make it better is if we could all get together in the same room. But uh, hopefully that will happen for 2021. But Saturday, December 19th at the Burton Cummings Theater. Go to johnamero.ca if you want to grab a ticket. That's so awesome. So exciting. A lot, lot, lot of exciting things going on for you. And another thing I wanted to ask you about is Project 11 podcast. Mm. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So so the, the Winnipeg Jets have it. It's called the True North Youth Foundation. Uh, I got I got involved with the Winnipeg Jets organization a couple of years ago, not as a player, uh, as a buddy. And uh, I've gotten to sing the, the anthem there a couple of times. And um, they, uh, the, the owner, Mark Chipman, uh, has become a good friend of mine. And he's also a musician at heart. I think he's probably more musician than hockey guy. But uh, he's a drummer at heart. And uh, we sort of connected on that front. Um, and, uh, and so he brought me in the fold with the, the True North Youth Foundation. And one of their big projects is called Project 11, um, which is all about mental health awareness and, and mental health initiatives. Um, and sort of an educational program that goes into the schools. It all kind of started after um, uh, Rick Rippon um, back in 20, I want to say 2013. Um, he was a player kind of just drafted by the Jets, kind of just about to start a season with the Jets. And unfortunately, he committed suicide. And so one of the legacies of his his life and, and his struggle in a way was, was this Project 11, because he really had a really great impact on the team and especially on the coaching and the staff there. And uh, so this this now this program's rolled out, which is all about, again, education programs to help young people and, 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 you know, protecting their minds and understanding how to, to, you know, take better initiatives to take care of their health. So now, like, I think it's like in, in 12,000 schools or something and, and over like 50,000 kids are watching these programs and it's pretty big here in the province. And uh, I know my kids, even at their school, they've tuned into some of these programs. And, um, and so I'm, I'm a guest on some of those uh, intermissions they're called where you kind of do some uh, kind of interesting breakout sessions, but I also, um, started co-hosting a podcast this year with the director, Susie Friesen. So she and I, it's called the Project 11 Check-In. You can find it on any of your streaming platforms where you listen to podcasts. So it's the, the Project 11 Check-In. And we basically just check in with different folks in our community uh, that we think uh, you know have an important voice and have something to share that I think we can all kind of learn a little bit from. And there's always a bit of a challenge at the end of every episode that... Um, that you can walk away with and kind of think more about mindfulness. And, and uh, it's been, it's been an incredible journey this year, kind of doing that. And um, yeah, kind of not, not totally sure what the future holds, but uh, excited to be kind of in the fold of project 11. Yeah, that's incredible. I'm a big fan of the Winnipeg Jets, especially mm. number 55, Mark Shifley. I just love him. I even named my guitar after him. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I started I started guitar lessons this year and uh I bought a real beautiful guitar and I, I named it Mark Shifley. <laughs> Mark Shifley, nice. I love that. <laughs> yeah, me too. I love it. I, I think, love it. Because you sing you sing O Canada in Cree, right? I do, yes. Because I think I think you should probably get in there and, 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 and I should make a connection there for you because they have the um uh like an indigenous night at the Jets games. And I think that would be an incredible night for you to be there and singing that song. Oh, um, 
to do that. And then maybe see if there's a way you can get you to meet. I've, I haven't met any of the Jets. I met I met Josh Morrissey and uh, Mark Stewart, uh, kind of but via Zoom. I haven't actually met them in person. So um, who knows? Maybe that could happen. I would love to do that. It's one of my one of my dreams to sing at the at the Jets game and sing it in our indigenous language. It would be so. I like, be one I like of my to pretend I got some pull there and I can get you in the door, but we'll see. <laughs> that would be so awesome! Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, are you ready to sing your next song? I could sing. Yeah, uh, maybe I'll play you the, the the new single that's kind of getting uh, getting awesome. good spins out there and a lot yeah. of love. Um, it's not a Christmas song. But it's uh, it's a good song. It's called "Wasn't the Dress," um, and it's probably been my most successful release since I signed with the label, and probably I guess in my career now. Um, and I like this song because uh, it's it's called "Wasn't the Dress," and uh, what it said to me when I first heard it, I didn't write it, um, but when I first heard it, I, I I really loved the vibe that it was about. It wasn't about what you put on, you know, that makes you special, but it's about who you are. And, uh, and I love that message. And I think that that's, you know, a special message, especially as a dad, I've got three kids. I've got Oscar who's nine, Stella who's five and Elliot who's one, but my little girl, uh, I love that kind of message for her, especially because yeah, I remember a couple of months ago, she had come in the room with these nice earrings on and she goes, aren't I beautiful Papa with these earrings on? And I said, Oh, sweet pea, those earrings are beautiful, but you were beautiful before you put them on. And I just saw her eyes kind of light up like, Oh yeah, I'm beautiful. And, and she's actually said that back to me a number of times now. And as a dad, that just makes me so proud to be able to share that kind of message with her. So um, hopefully this message means the same to you tonight. Wherever you are, you're special because of who you are. This is called Wasn't the Dress. Sitting at dinner, she smiled, took a sip of wine, said, Do you remember when you saw me for the first time? I said, your ears are red, you were wearing black. Your hair was curled and half pulled back. If you want to know the song that came on, sing you every lie. But it wasn't the dress, no, it wasn't no shoe. It wasn't the song we were listening to. It was the way you were shaking, the way you were taking breath. It was every move. Didn't your hair done up just right? Yeah, only one thing caught my eye. All of the rest, I could forget tell you the truth, it wasn't the dress, baby, it was you. Something about you that I just can't explain now looking at you. I still feel that way, cause girl, you still got it, no doubt about it. Lord knows I can never live without you. And if you ask me tomorrow about tonight, I'll tell you the same, that it wasn't the dress, no, it wasn't no shoe. Wasn't the song we were listening to? It was the way you were shaking, the way you were taking my breath away with every move. It wasn't your head out of just right. Yeah, only one thing caught my eye. All of the rest, I can forget. To tell you the truth, it wasn't the dress, baby. It was you. Baby, it was you. So what do you say? Put on a song we love listening to. You still get me shaking, and you're still taking breath away with every move. It isn't your hair done up just right. Baby, go on, let it fall tonight. All of the rest, I can forget. 
well in the charts <laughs> or or you didn't release it yet eh? it probably was no. gonna do great on the charts <laughs> yeah yeah that so that came out uh, uh september 25th i think so it's been out for oh, a couple okay. of months now but yes yeah, yeah, it's going really well yeah it's a great song so could i have one more question for you mdm records like when when did you sign on and how did that happen yeah so um a couple of years ago, I put this song called Church Out, which is probably a, another one of my epic releases in the last couple of years. Um, a song, I, again, I didn't write that one. It's by Ashley Gorley, Hillary Lindsay, and Matt Jenkins, three tremendous writers from Nashville. But I love this song so much because it reminded me of my late father. And um, I put that song out and that sort of changed everything. It was sort of the song that I think resonated with a lot of folks. And I got to sing it at the Canadian Country Music Awards at the lunch. So here it is, the lunch lunch thing at the Canadian Country Music Awards, which, you know, nobody ever really pays attention to the music. Or at least it's hard to get people to pay attention to it. And so here I am. I got the song church ready to go. And I was like, how can I make this song stand out? So I hired a, a small choir to show up on stage in the middle of church and sing with us. And, and everybody's eating the lunch and they're like, what's going on here? And they're all kind of turning their heads and, they, and everybody stopped and listened. And I got a standing ovation at the lunchtime. And, uh, and Mike Denny, the label head of MDM, um, he saw that and he saw, you know, a guy who was really trying to think outside the box in terms of opportunities. And I took a leap. And um, I think that song and that moment is what got me the record deal with MDM. And that was about two years ago now, a little over two years. Um, and uh, and yeah, it's just been an incredible journey with them because, you know, Mike and the label, they're very radio focused, you know, kind of thinking of on that train. Whereas my manager, Lori and I, so Mike and Lori share the duties of my manager. Um, but Lori and I do the day-to-day -day sort of uh, other sort of adventures that we have in the music world. But Mike's really thinking those big relationships, big-time radio pushes and stuff. And it's just a little bit different than where Lori and I are, are, are doing our efforts. But it's kind of great because it just sort of rounds out the team and what we're doing. And, uh, it's again, it's just been a beautiful relationship to be able to grow this thing. Now, I'm I'm, I'm going to say something that I probably shouldn't, and it's a little bit out of turn, but I cannot wait for the springtime and the, the next song that's coming up with to, to, for you guys to hear. There is going to be some digital releases. But there's a really killer song that we just came across that uh, I really, really cannot wait to share with you guys. But that's about all I can share with you right now because it's so, so fresh. But we'll see. <laughs> right on. Well, I'm looking forward to, to hearing uh, hearing that single. And I'm still, it's such a pleasure to watch your, your career just blossom and, and just keep growing. And like Lucian said, uh, you're a big, you're, like you're paving the way for a lot of us other mm. uh, a lot of us Indigenous artists who are still working away and plugging away and hustling and and uh, but yeah, it's just great to see to see um, your success, your all your successes, and then you're, you're just like a climbing climbing uh, Indigenous superstar. I'm so glad that uh, oh. you agreed to come on the show this evening. And and there's so many. Uh, well, I want to acknowledge the the people that have been um, that have tuned in and and. Uh, uh, Jared Portois and Ifrain from New Mexico, Aaron Brown from the States, and uh, lots of people tuning in from Manitoba, Southern Manitoba. So it's, uh, thank you for tuning in this evening. And Hi, Aaron. 
I think Aaron's out out in uh, the the uh, the East Coast. I think yeah, she's yeah. still out there. So miss miss her. I haven't seen her and her little family in quite some time. Although yeah, your little guy's not so little anymore. I see in, in pictures. She's she's <laughs> a big big awesome uh, a big awesome supporter of, of indigenous artists. Oh, and it's Jared Lee. He wrote. <laughs> yeah, Jared and I have chatted, and we uh, we we one day will hopefully get to write a song together and. And Lucien, man, thanks for your comments, brother. I, I uh, you know, I'm so lucky again to be able to do what I do. And, and I, you know, you said earlier about paving the way. I, I just want to basically, in my, in my time doing what I do in the music world, is that if I can just open up some space for more people to to grow and be part of this. You know, I don't want to be a lonely guy in this community. You know, and and I, I, I I'm always often quick to say that I can't represent the people. I only represent myself. But I think what happens is is people see a likeness in me when they see me doing what I do. And I, and I think that's such a big part of the journey. Um, but it's really incredible because I also realized that with, as, as my career is growing, there's opportunity, not just for me, but for others. And, uh, and I cherish that and I, and I honor that. And I want to hopefully again, continue to open up the door for other people to kind of come in and, and exist here and grow and, and, and really see the, a flourishing career, much like mine's been. And, uh, with, there's opportunities like I, I, I recently got um, uh, asked to be part of the uh, the committee with the CCMAs uh, that's sort of like wanting to um, make efforts to better the relationship with the indigenous community and, and black community and people of color. And, um, and I just, again, see that as such a strength because it gives me an opportunity to be somebody who's going to open doors for others. And um, yeah, I just, I, this is not a lonely journey. I'm so grateful to have everybody sort of, you know, coming along with me and, um, yeah, I, I cherish that for sure. That's so awesome. But thank you for being on the show tonight. It's uh, exciting to have you on. And I uh, just want to tell people out there to stay safe and um, mm -hmm. and stay healthy. And you have, do you have any parting words you'd like to say, Don? Yeah, you know, on that front, you know, you even started the show with some good news about how, you know, things up there, you guys are down to, to 13 um, today. And, um, you know, I we're all in the same boat. We're all in the, you know, we miss our families we miss people around us. And I just think um, it's very easy to slip back in, especially at this time of year. But I think the price we have to pay right now of, of, of doing what we have to do to protect each other, it's not a grand price. You know, I think, I think in the end, we're going to be more grateful for having waited it out and the celebration will be that much greater when we do get together. So, um, you know, your, your words are very true about, you know, protecting each other and, I think, you know, one, one of the things that gets me so mad, I, I'm, I'm a church guy. Uh, I, I go to church here in Winnipeg, a place called Good News Fellowship. But I can't stand the fact that churches are getting together. I'm, gonna, I'm about to get on a soapbox here and rant. But churches, come on, you're the people that are supposed to be caring most about people. And by getting together, you're being so selfish. So any church folks out there getting together, stop doing it. That's my, that's my parting words. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you listen to Don. I agree. <laughs> Okay, have a good night, and, and thanks for tuning in. And, and uh, in that five minutes, we're going to go with um, Jimmy Lee Young. So stay tuned. Okay, guys, everybody. Good night. again next time when Rhonda interviews another up-and-coming Indigenous superstar. Only on Indigenous Superstars.